Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And and today I'm actually going to talk about office spaces, vetting office space tenant, and what you should be looking for in office spaces. Now, if you're looking for buying warehouses or retail, then I've got a, uh, my other pre- previous videos are on it, so go and check those out in the list. Um, talking about the value of your warehouse property and also retail properties. Now, I want to also cover off this office space properties and how you should vet them, how you should look at tenants and how you should look at returns and how you should predict things in the future, even though we don't have a crystal ball, right? So let's look at offices. Now, I know there's a bit of a bad rap in the in the media, people talking about, you know, people not going back to offices, people talking about in the future that, you know, there's not going to be as versatile. People talk about, you know, there's not that same demand. And look, really, honestly, there's certain businesses that have to be in an office space. So you've got to think about that. So what are these businesses? Firstly, they're businesses that are going to be uh, type of government tenants, medical, allied health, uh, professional tenants like your solicitors, uh, accountants, uh, financial planners. They need to be in an office space. Um, things like you know, potentially a mortgage broker may need co-sharing space, right? But they don't really may not need an office on their own. You might find that uh, people who are just startups, who you know might be surveyor, architects, or anybody who is in, in maybe safety and compliance areas, they're really um, they're really not going to be in that uh, area where they might need an office all the time. So they might go to a co-working space and a hub, right? But the reason that co-working space and hubs really do take off is because people still need. Workspaces, even though they might not need a lot of workspace, they still need somewhere to go to, somewhere to park their stuff, somewhere to look professional, somewhere to meet people, and somewhere to actually work. And for some people, great, they've got the luxury of working at home, they've got a home office, not disturbed by the kids, not people running around, and they can do calls. For a lot of people, that's not a luxury. Some people just want to get out of the house, socialize with other people, and also be able to be with their work colleagues so they can get that interaction but also work and career migration up the ladder right and it's very very hard when you're stuck at home looking at zoom to go up the ladder so these are the reasons that will bring people back to the office and of course we're going to have that flexibility of work where people are working from home or they're working remotely and they're only coming back to the office two or three days a week and then we're going to see that rotation but that doesn't mean that office space is totally out that nobody's going to use them because I believe in four to five years time people are going to forget we had the pandemic people are going to forget that we had a space when people when things were vacant um, we we had a downturn and that office is going to come back in demand it's probably going to come back in strong force because we've had the rise of warehouses we're going to have the rise of retail and then following that on we're going to have the rise of office spaces it all comes in cycles it's just not now and not immediate and most people can't see it and also, you know, when we look at things, we do tend to have, you know, have short memories when it comes to things. If we look at things like the Great Depression, the GFC, um, the Asia crisis, all those things now, you know, we're seeing the market boom as it was before. Uh, we, you know, there is short memories of it. So office spaces will come back. But when you buy office spaces now, it's a key turning point, which is why I'm making this video. I'm making this video because it's a key turning point if you're thinking of investing in office spaces. Number one. 
if you're investing in office space, one of the things you've got to look at is firstly, versatility of the space, right? If it's 400 square meters, 200 square meters, 100 square meters, can you make one space into two? Can you co-share with someone if you need to? Um, or can you invest in it and later on, you know, split up internally to make maybe even co-sharing space yourself, just like Airbnb, but for office space, right? Um, and can you do that without causing too many issues with strata and also financially for yourself as well because the more versatile the space is you're going to be more likely to find tenants right because right now the sweet spot is 80 to 120 square meters anything bigger you need to bring it down to size number two thing to look at is the quality of the building now the quality of the building for someone who wants an office space which is your tenant is really important so what we're looking for is lifts, lifts that go up and down that works, that doesn't break, lifts that are not too old and creaky and fast is really important, especially when you're in a high rise, when you've got 20, 30, 50 square F floors, right? If you're in one of Sydney's high rises in Melbourne, people don't want to wait 10 minutes to get upstairs from lunch. They want to wait two minutes, right? So that's also important. And then, of course, you know, your lobby area, um, whether there's a concierge, whether you have things like a gym, a shower, where you can ride to work, all those things start to become important as we look at more lifestyle balances in work, especially in areas where you, when you're out of Sydney and Melbourne, you see areas in Perth, areas in Adelaide, areas in Brisbane, where they're already in the city, making allows for people to be able to cycle to work, be able to shower there, park their bikes in there, and then go up to work, right? That that's not happening right now in Sydney and Melbourne, but you will see that in more office spaces that are new and built and refurbished because it's going to be the demand of what people are doing now is to be more energy efficient and to be more economical in their travels, right? So that's where um, we're going to see that difference. Now, also things like then we come to another important point is how well is the strata run, right? Because if you are going to be an investor, most of the time when you're investing in Sydney or city CBDs, whether it's Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane, you're going to find that the strata is pretty high. It's just a standard strata is pretty high, right? So easily a quarter can be, you know, up to anywhere from two, three thousand to five thousand dollars a quarter. Could so you could be up for twenty grand in just strata fees. But the most important thing to remember about that is what is that useful? Is it useful replacing the lift? Is it useful replacing the roof? Is it useful, you know, uh, capital works? Is it well maintained? Because a well maintained building will attract the higher level of tenants, right? And when you try high level tenants, you can keep your rent per square meter high, which then continues on with keeping the value of the property and then keeping the value of the property and then moving forward to be able to get the uh to be able to move on and get higher rents and then the value of the property continues to grow and then finally we want to look at number we're number three we're number four now we want to look at the location so location is important in that where is it like is it on york street in sydney is it in the fortitude valley or is it in spring hill or is it in in cbd brisbane or are we talking melbourne cbd or is it we talking docklands right they're very significantly different right so where the location is is going to be different and it's going to be you're going to attract a different type of hub or type of tenants, like a tenant hub. So it's important to look at the location in comparison to everything else. So your location, is it when you come downstairs, can you access eateries, right? Is it somewhere for your clients to park, even if there's a local parking station, right? Or is there buses, trains? Is that accessible for your workers? Because they don't really need 
trans they don't need to park in the city but they do need transportation to get there right so you need to think about those things because you're tracking staff but also your customers are going to some if you're going to have an office in the city they're going to come and visit you right what's the point of having an office no one's going to visit you right and if you're doing b2c then someone's going to visit you so you've got to make sure that it's easy for them to find you right so location is really important and then finally and this can interplay depending on, uh, and this is a key thing we look at when we're doing the assessment of a DD of an office space. Finally, we'll look at number, number six or number five, so the five or five, is we'll look at the tenant hub itself. Is the tenant hub in the actual building going to maintain the rent levels or is it going to diminish right so for example you have professional tenants so you have solicitors accountants financial planners you have people who are um, in trade kind of doing trade kind of businesses there and you might have psychologists allied health in the building these people are going to maintain rent per square meter because they have they charge at a higher level so they can pay rent at a higher level they're going to maintain the rate per square meter they want to have a well um, looked after building so they're going to pay the outgoings and they're going to make sure that you know their tenants are wowed by where they are right so they will help to keep the rent per square meter high they will help to keep the vacancy low they will also make retenancy much easier so tenant hub is really really important so look into that and understand that right so these are the five things to look for when you're vetting a office space now in terms of long-term value in terms of office space what you need to look at is key to this is that where are you going to be built out firstly because mostly office spaces won't be they're not affected by greenfields as much but secondly it is really about the rate per square meter so you've got to assess the rate per square meter your tenant is paying now is that sustainable rate per square meter in the future right if it is then it's definitely then definitely um, is something to invest in. If it's not sustainable for rent in the future, or there's not likelihood that that rent is going to grow, because what happens with office spaces is that the rent tend to say, let's say it's five hundred dollars a square meter to seven hundred dollars a square meter. It's going to stay that way for quite a few years until the market comes to a point where almost all the vacancy are gone and then the next thing it will jump you'll see it will jump it won't go from you know 500 to 700 square meter when it start out to maybe 800 dollars a square meter it won't it will go to 900 dollars so 500 dollars will disappear you'll just go to 900 dollars a square meter so what you see is a 20 to 30 percent automatic jump because it's been stagnant for anywhere from one to three or four years in that space and then you'll see a jump and all of a sudden the value of your your property doubles right because uh, the rent's gone up and the return the yield has come down and as a result your property doubles but it could be stagnant for anywhere from one to four to five years and then all of a sudden you see that immediate change and that's happened in sydney cbd melbourne cbd happened in brisbane cbd or before COVID at different times at different levels right so right now, this is why I think it's a key time for you to invest into office space because this is where rents are stagnant at the moment. Values are low and people don't appreciate it as an asset class. When people don't appreciate something like this as an asset class, it's good time to invest in it. But there are certain office spaces that you need to avoid, certain areas, and this is why you need to contact us if you want to find out more about investing into office spaces, if you even think that is a good idea, what is the appropriate yield for different areas, different cities, different type of tenants, and also location as well for office spaces, and what is the right office space to invest in versus the wrong office space, and in terms of layout, and in terms of what to look for in terms of their strata because often strata can be three or four hundred pages when you're looking at big high rises as well so all that in mind 
If you found this helpful, leave me a comment below. But if you are looking for someone to truly help you build a cash flow portfolio through commercial property to help you grow, then partner up with us, Helen Tarrant Unicorn Commercial Property, and let me help you. So go to helentarrant.com and drop me a line and let's jump on the strategy call. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.